0: Searching for a job is hard. It can feel so overwhelming and you just don't know where to start. Once you get your resume polished up and LinkedIn profile ready, then what next? Most people just apply to as many jobs as they can find, but the experts tell you to network, network, network. It's pretty easy to find recruiters and job coaches to talk to, but the hardest ones to find are the hiring managers and they hold the golden tickets. I've made it my mission to find these folks and get them to spill some of their secrets. And who knows, maybe one of them is my future boss. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to my Future Boss podcast. I'd like to welcome Barry Gober to the podcast today.
1: Hi, Suzanne. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for coming on. Can you tell me just a little bit about your professional background?
1: Uh, sure. I have uh, traditionally been working in different roles and functions throughout career. Uh, I started at a company called Hard Hanks and spent some time at Dell, and then moved to companies like Coney, and now I'm at Blue Prism, and primarily I'm focused on the data aspects of marketing and operations.
0: So can you tell me just a little bit about your current role in team?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm at a company called Blue Prism, and we do robotic process automation. And I'm responsible for our website, our marketing operations, and our marketing analytics. But since I've been at Blue Prism, I've also had roles that included integrated campaign management, um, event management, you know, beers, and even field marketing.
0: Cool. What's one of your favorite projects or a story from your career?
1: You know, I'd, I'd actually have to do a recent one um, here at my current company. I actually built out a really incredible analytics system, an allocational allocation, a pipeline attribution that allows us to judge how well our marketing pack doing so it helps inform future decisions, as well as to understand how the business is performing. And it, it's really state-of-the-art, and it's very cool if you're a, a data geek like me.
0: <laughs> that is cool. And is it something that's specific for your company?
1: It's something that could be leveraged across other companies, but this particular model we built is specific to our marketing activity.
0: Very cool. What you know? What are some things you really like about your current company or job?
1: You know, my current, my current company is, um, it's based in the UK and that actually I've worked for American companies my entire career. And so working for an internationally based company has been, you know, really exciting and given me the opportunity to, uh, you know, work with folks in different parts of the world and and focus on adapting what we're doing and and regionalizing what we're doing to the needs of of folks in different places. So that, that's been very fascinating. Well,
0: I guess you used to get to go over there a little bit, but now. You've been on hold. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I traveled a bit. I traveled a bit there for, for some time, but, uh, it all came to a screeching halt, just like everyone else, but we've been able to stay connected virtually and it, it's still been good. But, but yes, I do miss, uh, the business a lot. Yeah.
0: So what kind of people make great additions to your team as you're, you're interviewing them? What do you look for?
1: We look for skill set, obviously, but we also look for personality fit. We, we really want folks that not only are, you know, professionally um, good at what they do, but also folks that uh, will fit in with, with the organization. My organization in particular, you know, there's a lot of work involved in what we do and we spend a lot of time on it. So doing that with people that you actually like and enjoy is important to us. So in order to make sure we do that, we usually include a broader set of people the interview process, just from a cultural perspective, we definitely look for hard skills, well, but it's that cultural fit that really sets people apart.
0: What What are some red flags that you watch for during interviews?
1: Oh, some of them are probably pretty obvious and common. If you uh, um, spend a lot of the interview talking about how horrible your last couple was, or maybe how uh, mean your last boss was, that's never a good sign. You know, I I think it used to be common to, to look for uh, people jumping from job to job rather frequent, but with the pandemic and, and everything in the world, just the world's just changed, honestly. I think some of those things that used to be red flagged may not be as much. So
0: yeah, we talked about this a minute ago, but what are your thoughts on work from home versus an office team?
1: You know, the work from home, it, it really depends on your role as to how effective it is, but. My team has really taken to it. We still are always collaborating online. and We always have a, a team's chat up, you know, on work-related things and also just the, the chatter that you would have at an office about things that you did or movies you've seen or concerts that you've gone to back when we used to go to concerts. <laughs> and so... It's that, it's that type of thing that, that really you know, helps us stay connected. And we have been trying to, to get back to socially distant and responsible in-person things. But I do think the world did change and that going back to an office five days a week is really not something that we'll see again in a lot of companies, especially in, in companies that are really distributed across the globe.
0: Do you have some career advice? What's the best career advice you've received?
1: You know, I, I, I think probably the best thing to think through is uh, how do you uh because we always have some disagreements or maybe differences of opinion at work and and sometimes emotion can come out when those types of things happen but i really think uh it's often better to win disagreements with like facts or data rather than emotion. And I think it's okay to be passionate about things and I definitely don't discourage people standing up for what they believe in. But I, I tend to see the people that win arguments, at least in my area of the business, tend to be those people that not only have an opinion, but also have some data or some facts to back up how they're approaching or what they're thinking about.
0: Yeah. it's definitely good to keep in mind. Well, just to kind of wrap up, can you share a fun fact about yourself? I'm trying to get to know my guests a little bit bit better. What's something fun about you?
1: Oh, yes. Well, um, Back when there were concerts, I uh, referenced concerts earlier. Um, my wife and I, uh, go to a lot of concerts. So, but we like to go to live shows, small bands, large, you know, large bands as well. Um, it's any type of music. We do, we just enjoy seeing live music.
0: What's one of your favorite shows you can think of?
1: Oh, we got to see, I got to see you too. That was pretty awesome. And Phil Collins. And we, we've been fortunate to see a lot of folks through the years. Even some of the small bands that we've been following for years have been really fun to watch.
0: Well, that's very cool. And I am so ready to get back to live shows, too. So. It won't be
1: long. We already have some <laughs> tickets. How, how about you?
0: Oh, I have some tickets that got postponed, you know, for a yeah. year, year and a
1: half. We'll so. get back to
0: it. Yeah, looking forward to that. Well, thank you so much for jumping on and chatting with me today. Thanks happy, a lot. Yeah,
1: happy to help. No no worries. And great talking with you. Thanks. Thank you.
0: This is Suzanne Baldwin. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you've learned something new to help on your job search. Make sure to follow this podcast on your favorite podcast player. You can also connect with me at SuzanneBaldwin.com. Maybe one of you is my future boss.